When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Monday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Because it's Monday, that means it's a money Monday. Woo! Yeah, coming up at 1130, Steve's going to hit us up with some awesome money tips. And more than anything, I mean, look, they're all like financial. It's all geared towards saving you a little extra loot. Here's how you can save some cash in your life. That being said, it comes down to a ceiling fan. The only thing you're going to remember is what I tell you about a ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or what if we called them ceiling naffs? Naff, there's naff, naff, grill. What? Fan? Backwards? Naff, naff? Yeah. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Thanks, Don. I didn't know what the grill reference was. There's a place called Naf Naf Grill. Hmm. And I believe it is Greek food, he thinks semi-confidently. It's my fave. No, it's not. Uh, you yeah, don't have a I fave. love Greek food. Yeah. I thought you just love your favorite genre of food, so to speak, is just boiled. <laughs> oh, my God. The only thing I've boiled in my life is rice... And seven days a week and potatoes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Okay. You think what you need to think to. Hey, get Donna, don't get life. like this. Don't do this. Boy, she seems a little edgy today, doesn't she, Don? A little bit. <sighs> George Clooney and Paul Newman, they almost starred together in the movie The Notebook. What the heck? I am looking at a picture of George Clooney and Paul Newman on our man wall okay. right next to one another. Oh. I think that would have been great. Paul would have played the old man. Of course. George would have been the younger version of him. George says, quote, we met and said, this is it. It's going to be great. But then George went home and watched a bunch of Paul Newman's old movies. <laughs> and he got cold feet. <laughs> Quote, he's one of the handsomest guys you've ever seen. We met up again and I said, I can't play you. I don't look anything like you. This is insane. We just wanted to do it because we wanted to work together, but it ended up being not the right thing for us to do. Did they ever work together? No follow-up questions. Sorry, I'll find that out myself. Yeah. I don't think they did. Okay. You sure? I don't know. No. All right. No, you I'm go not. on with your whatever. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. Amongst, gonna look amongst. It up. Well, She's going to look it up. People okay. Magazine uh, put together a list of iconic roles that were almost played by someone else. They put this out um, last week, and there were a few interesting ones that kind of like spin you into 
this alternate universe, mm. this alternate movie universe that almost existed, had it not been for someone else saying, no, 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 I don't think that's going to work. Uh-huh. How about Nicole Kidman was um, considered to play Anna Scott in the movie Notting Hill with Hugh Grant? Well, I haven't seen that, so I don't have an opinion on it. I don't know why they led their list with that, but they did. All right, this is Hmm. better. Claire Danes to play Rose Dawson in Titanic instead of Kate Winslet. Not bad. I could see that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. People kind of get those two confused, don't we? It's because they're both associated with... um, Because Claire Danes was in Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. That's it. That's it. You got it, Hmm. sister. How about this? Russell Crowe was considered to play Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't know. Well, hey. I don't know what the character is like. The one that you know. Good guy, strong guy, noble guy, follow him guy. Yeah, he's a he's a tracker. He's has to be quick on his feet. Russell Crowe seems a little bit too lumbering, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he can be quiet uh, in the forest. That's funny. That's oh, how my boy. dog has been described before. <laughs> Lumbering. Lumbering, <laughs> yes. He just kind of wiggles at his own pace yeah. as he takes a step. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about this? Justin Timberlake was considered to play Elton John in the biopic Rocket Man. I could see. Mm, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see, see that. that. Yep. Okay. Donna, what did you find out about Paul Newman um, and George Clooney? I thought Cool Hand Luke, but I don't think that's true. I'm just mm. now, at this point, I'm making things up. Okay. I right. do it all the time. It's fine. Yeah. I thought for sure they would have been in like an Ocean's 8 or some kind oh, of... Oh, sure. Yeah, that pool movie. But that was Cool Hand Luke, right? Yeah. That was a good movie. I've never seen Cool Hand Luke. I think you'd like it. Thanks. Have you seen The Notebook? Oh, yeah. Love The Notebook. Dawn. Oh, there she I goes. told Nicholas Sparks I hated it. Whoa. You, wait, you didn't. You told him? Why would you do him? that? I was like, I just got to tell you that I really oh my did gosh, not Dawn. like this. Did you lead with that? Uh, yeah, and my co-host got very nervous. He was really good about it. I'm like, this is why I didn't like it. And I told him. And he's like, oh, God. He was like, what if I told you that that's the real story of my grandparents? I'm Aww. like, okay. Was he on that uh, movie tour with Julianne Huff and uh, um, oh, our buddy from North Dakota? Ooh. Josh Dubell. Yes. Was mm. he on that tour? Mm. No, I don't think so. It was just an individual recent. interview. I think he was promoting um, that other A Walk to Remember, which is another oh, yeah. terrible oh. movie. <laughs> uh... He goes, what if I told you that's the real story of my sister? I'm like, wait a minute now. What if I told you? What wait. if I told you? And we just, you know, he laughed about it. But why didn't you like the movie? Oh, my God. We don't have enough time. But Donna and I both cried in it. That's I oh cried. my god! It's it's <laughs> that kind of cry. Yeah, I'll so sappy. Seeing you, it's sappy, but it's you can see where it would be. It's Dawn, exactly. I would think that you especially would find it heartwarming. And why? I hate it. Well, what? because your dad and <laughs> yeah, but that's just it's just so oh unrealistic. Gosh. Oh. 
I have to go back and watch it. I hate, I hated the young people part. I thought that was so oh, boring. God, kill me. Whatever we do, if, if we ever get offered Nicholas Sparks, stay away from that interview. Yeah. I cannot be associated no. with what would happen oh, on air he's, again. He's good natured about it. He's a nice it. guy. Yeah. All right, you want to play a game? Okay. College of Pop Culture Knowledge, when we come back, give us a call, 651-641-1071. Who do you think is going to win, Steve or me? me? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time that we play a game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. With a score of 84 for Steve and 66 for Donna Valentine, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. This is a game we play every day here on the Donna and Steve Show at 1030. We have Susan on the line. Hi, Susan. Hi. Hi. Hi, girl. Hi. Where are you calling from today? Coon Rapids. Coon Rapids. Nice. You know what? I was focusing on the weather and didn't look up the population, but I'm sure it's a lovely place, Coon Rapids. <laughs> Have you been to the dam recently? It's a very famous Coon Rapids dam. Not recently, but I used to walk my dog there when I was a better walker than I am now. <laughs> oh, yeah it's, a, yeah. it's a beautiful place to uh, to take a walk, really something. All right, Susan, let's get to know you. If you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would think it's probably nachos. Nachos. Was, wow. I got that answer because you can make chicken nachos, all kinds of different nachos. Very good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Susan, if you win today, you're going to go home with a My Talk t-shirt. And the t- topic today on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everybody's attention, is... yeah. 300 pounders, celebrities who tip the scales at 300 pounds or more. So, Susan, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about 300 pounders? Pounders. Donna, probably. No, no, kidding. Um, I'll go with Donna. You go with Donna. Okay. Uh, Any any reason? Because I'm Uh, cool. Donna. I have no reason. All right, fine. All right, bye. It's fine. All right. So, Steve is going to leave the room. Bye, Steve. Uh, once again, the topic is 300-pounder celebrities who tip the uh, scale at 300 pounds or more. And, uh, Susan, just be quiet in the background while we ask Donna the questions, and then we'll have you help at the end. Got it? Okay, got it. Donna, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Here we go. Comedic actor born in 1892, <laughs> best known for fil- films Way Out West, Sons of the Desert, and The Music Box. I'm going to go with, um, um, what's his face, um, Orson Welles. Question two. <laughs> Singer who may have been over 400 pounds when he won American Idol in 2003. Oh, that's um, Ruben Stuttered. Question Stuttered. three. Actor who played the roles of Fred Flintstone, Babe Ruth, and King Ralph. John. Oh, my God, I love him. From Roseanne. John. Oh, no, don't do this to me. John, what is his name? What is his name? It is John. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I need All help. right. It looks like she needs some help there. Do you know the actor who played the roles of Fred Flintstone, Babe Ruth, and King Ralph, Susan? John Goodman. Thank you. John Goodman. Great. How do you feel about my first answer? Um, it, I guess I'm not familiar, but who would it be Hitchcock? Or is it the, it's the actor, right? 
Let's go. Comedic actor born in 1892. Oh, comedic. Best known for films Way Out West, Sons of the Desert, and The Music Box. Mm. I wouldn't have any other answer. I can't think quick enough. So I'll call Steve back. Okay, you want to go with what she said? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's what she said. That's what she said. Susan, great. Hi, Steve. Thanks for your help. Stevie. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay. Right. Well, the topic, once again, just to remind you, Steve, is 300 pounders, celebrities who tip the scales at 300 pounds or more. Oh, yeah. Okay. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Question one. Comedic actor born in 1892, best known for his films Way Out West, Sons of the Desert, and The Music Box. Pass. Question two, singer who may have been over 400 pounds when he won American Idol in 2003. Ruben Stuttered. Question three, actor who played the roles of Fred Flintstone, Babe Ruth, and King Ralph. John Goodman. Okay, hang on a second here. Repeat the first one. Comedic actor born in 1892, best known for Way Out West, Sons of the Desert, and The Music Box. Hmm. Um, Fats Randolph. <laughs> okay. Jackie Gleason just Yeah, but they would have said Honeymooners for that. Yeah, you're right. They, you mean Rocco? <laughs> the board that puts together yeah, the okay. questions. All right, question one, comedic actor. We all heard that several times. I'll tell you the answer. Neither of you got it right. Donna said Hitchcock after Orson Welles. Oh, uh, sure. Susan said Hitchcock. You said Fats Randolph. Oh, I thought I said Orson Welles. <laughs> You said, yeah, you said Orson Welles. I don't think you changed it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying what the answers were in the beginning. It's fine. I just thought our final was Orson Welles. Okay, neither of them are are right. The answer is Oliver Hardy of Laurel and Hardy. Oh, wow. By the way, that's the first time we've had a born in 1896. 1892. 92. Born two centuries ago, Donna. Okay, Steve. All right. Question two. Singer who may have been over 400 pounds when he won American Idol in 2003. You both said Ruben Stuttered. That's correct. Hmm. Question three. Actor who played the roles of Fred Flintstone, Babe Ruth, and King Ralph. Uh, Donna said John from Roseanne. Then hmm. Susan helped, and they got John Goodman. Steve said it as well, which means you're down to a tie. John from Roseanne. Now, these are the new tiebreaker rules, right, Don? Uh, yeah, so Susan, you can play along as well, okay? Oh, okay. Okay, so gonna I'm no going to play this clip. <laughs> Okay, here we go. What actor are we hearing here in earlier, thinner days? Is everyone ready? Yes. Here we go. You don't Andy. understand. I could have had class. Marlon Brando. I could have been a contender. Oh, Steve, I could have been correct. somebody. Way to go, Steve. Instead of sure, a thank you, Donna. Which is what I am. Let's face it. Let's face it. Oh, Steve, you won. That means Susan. I guess today that makes Donna big fat Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Loser. <laughs> oh, Susan, don't encourage him. Yes, thank you, Susan. Do you want to give a shout out to anyone, Susan, since um, you lost? My best friend, Susan and Kelly. Oh, oh, these okay. Susans flock together, I guess. Double Susans. Yeah, Susans. Yeah. Great. Okay, well, thanks for playing today. Thank you. Bye, Susan. Thanks for picking Bye. me. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Bye. Oh, you yeah. could sense a little, like, no worries. No worries. It'll never happen again. But yeah, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> what a it. bummer, man. That was fun, though. Yeah. I had a good time. Okay. I had a really good time. Thanks, Dawn. What's the uh, score? The score is 85 for Steve and 66 for Donna Valentine. One more. I like to be north of 20. Oh, oh yeah, we're getting there. Hey, Team Steve, unite! Cricket noise. Cricket noise. <laughs> God. <sighs> Darn it. Sorry, Donna. It's okay. Donna, when you saw Laurel and Hardy coming up, did it? Would, did people immediately get the comedy? <laughs> Stop. You Born in Dickens. 1892. Yeah. Hardy was born in 1892. Yep. He was eight in the year 1900. 400 years after Columbus sailed the ocean blue. In 1492. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just, I, should I just get a no. pinch hitter in here or something? No, you're doing great. Listen. Hey, you would say that. You're getting a lifeline every time. <laughs> People pick you four out of five days. And uh, so you have a you have a teammate, and now the teammate's going to be able to help you during the tiebreaker. Okay. Now, unfortunately, you had slow Sharon today, so she wasn't able to <laughs> assist Her name you. is Susan. Susan, that's what I sue me. <laughs> okay, thank you. I have some news. It's food news. Great. Oh, man. <laughs> The 1980s just died a little bit more today. Oh, what happened? Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> I like it. Just announced. Okay. They're killing Tab. No. The first ever diet soda. 60 years ago, it debuted. Now, when it... Let me ask a question about Tab. I thought it was already gone. Okay, I did too. Oh, I never had it in my life. It's yeah. not good. Sorry, Coca-Cola didn't mm. have any disrespect. <laughs> it's when not good. It's it's the worst aftertaste. Do you yeah. remember when pop was 50 cents? A can of pop was 50 cents. Guess, that was what it was for me growing up. I guess I never really thought of how much it cost. Oh, my God. Well, I drank so much pop growing up that I always knew. So a can of pop used to be 50 cents. And then we had this new gas station that popped up in my small town, Springdale, Pennsylvania. And it was called Sheets, S-H-E-E-T-Z. And now I think they have them like throughout maybe the Northeast. But they did this huge thing. They had this former Pittsburgh Pirates like utility guy, like not really a name on the team at all. But he was there to sign autographs. So we stood in line, got his picture, and he autographed it for us. And then they debuted It Cola 
And the thing with it cola. It cola. It was only 29 cents a can. Oh my gosh. Undercutting the competition by 21 cents. We kids were beside ourselves. It was the talk of this small town. We couldn't get enough of it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Sheets and grab an it. Does anybody want to come? Then hmm. you take a walk up the street. You cross Main Street and you get in it. You want to hear the tab jingle? Great yeah. stuff. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes. We I would too. For beautiful people. Yeah. For beautiful. Yeah, boy. Ugly people need not buy. <laughs> yeah, you can get your RC Cola. Thank you. Um, Coca-Cola is now getting rid of that. You have till the end of the year, okay, to get your tab, but they're also getting rid of Odwala. Hmm? Odwala. That's a juice. Odwala juices oh. and Zico coconut water. They own those too. Okay. Tab. Hmm. For beautiful people. Yeah. If you're ugly, please drink Pepsi. Tap. <laughs> you guys, uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, brought to you by Southern Lights and Dr. Lisa of Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa. We've put together a list of really awesome resources to raise awareness and also to highlight um, all sorts of local organizations who offer support to those battling the disease. We encourage you to check it out. Use keyword awareness. Oh, man. It's happening. Mm. Oh, you that little frog in your throat? Getting the little frog. It happens once a show. It's sort of, it's, it's kind of like clockwork in that it happens once during the show, but it's always at a random point. You never know when it's going to happen, right. which is what makes so, it, I think, more entertaining for listeners. make this a beer drinking game. You know? Hey, I'm on day 56. Congrats. That's Thank awesome. You. And I'm down 10 pounds. All right, Sumi. All so right. I talked about a personal success. Wow. Sorry. I guess you can't do that anymore. <laughs> you know, on that note, I discovered something that I have been very reluctant to do for a very long time that has to do with feeling good, feeling thinner. I will tell you what this stupid trick is that you're probably already doing when we get tipsy. On the flip side, coming up next. Hey, we're back. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on my, my talk 1071. I almost wanted to start singing along to the song. Uh, you can. No, it's okay. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Okay. Everybody on the show okay. getting tipsy. Okay. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. All right. Uh, I kind of lost my tip, but I wanted to tell you about lemon. Lemon the fruit? Um, no. Dawn lemon? <laughs> the song Lemon Tree by lemon, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Lemon the fruit. So I have a friend who puts lemon in her water all the time. Okay. Nice. It's just not my jam, right? I'm just like, blech, why? I don't like it. Makes it taste weird. Okay. <laughs> but what about lime? May I interest maybe you in a lime? Not in my water, but maybe in my diet. Cook. Okay. Coca-Cola. I just started using lemon in my water yesterday. I bought a whole big thing of lemons. Hold on a second. You just totally rejected it, and now you're doing mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So I thought, 
I, you know, I was reading some studies and I'm like, okay, maybe this is going to be good for my health and my digestive tract and my puffiness. Your liver. My liver. Let me tell you, the results are nearly immediate. I woke up this morning. No, listen. This sounds like a scam. No, it's not. It's not. Listen. Here, guys, hang on one second, Donna. Let's all sit back and have her describe to us what's known as the placebo effect. Go ahead, Donna. No, no, I swear. I I swear. So, and I've been eating fruit more. I am a woman of a certain age. If I do say so myself. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And what (laughs) what happened was... One day I hit a certain age, I wake up and I have like this bubble at the bottom of my torso. Hmm. A gut, if you will. But it's a bubble, like the shape of of the bubble was so, what's the word I'm looking for? So prominent. Okay, we could go that. Blubbery. Yes. Like more blubbery and pronounced than ever before. And I'm like, whoa, what is happening? Do I need to go to the doctor? I go to the doctor. She's like, your stomach's not swollen. And I'm like, okay. Because I'm like, oh, I probably have some underlying whatever. Menopause belly? Well, that's when I... The microwave moments haven't happened in a while. No, they're done. Nice. They're done. I'm done. Um, So I start drinking this lemon water all day yesterday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I wake up this morning and it is significantly reduced as far as inflammation goes. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend, you know, if you're not a big fan of lemon in your water, just suck it up because it must be doing something with inflammation. I may have just made that up, but that's how it feels. She's taking a drink right now of some lemon water. More fruit, lemon water. It'll change your life. Oh, wow. Can I play the devil's advocate? Okay. Now, a lot of people like lemon water. They really like it. They didn't have to leap to embrace it. There were no hurdles in the way. They were like, lemon and water? That sounds good. I like that. Lemon water. And I think they've been doing it for a long time. I think maybe... And I love it. Try it. Works. Great. Good. Maybe maybe it was just typical water weight. Like some some mornings I'll wake up after having eaten healthy and then the day before and I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm like more bloated. This is what's up with this. Oh, mm-hmm. and I'm up three pounds. And then another day I'll spend the back half of the day just eating sugary candies and just not giving a D-A-R-N. And then I wake up and I'm like a pound and a half down. I think you know, maybe, maybe let's test it. Let's test it okay. longer term. Okay. Because honestly, this hasn't just been a, oh, one day I feel this way, one day I feel another. For six to eight months, I have felt like, oh my gosh, I can't suck my stomach in. It is just a big blob. And then one day of lemon water and it's gone? It's not you- gone. It's significantly reduced. Maybe you have a tapeworm. You could have a tapeworm. <laughs> Because you've been deworming Buddy, your dog, but have you ever dewormed you, Donna? Maybe it doesn't like lemon. I think my tip is completely legit, and I think (laughs) you guys might just be a little jealous. After 12 hours on lemon water, I was down nine pounds. Oh, and I was also, I also decided to throw 
turmeric into my diet. Oh, hey now. And maybe it's the turmeric. They I don't say know. that's anti-inflammatory. Turmeric was on the uh, cover of Time magazine a couple of years ago. No way. Yeah, must have been a slow year. Put it on my potatoes yesterday and had some lemon water. That's my tip. I have other tips. Okay. Don't let someone be brutally honest with you unless they pass this test. Ooh, when someone goes, can I be brutally honest with you? Right. Yeah, always say, no, I'm okay. Thank you. There are four questions, okay? All right. When someone says, can I be brutally honest? You need to ask yourself, do I trust the person's taste and judgment? Mm, If not, There's no point in taking part in this exercise. Just because someone feels they're being honest with their advice does not mean that, A, it's true, or that it's true for you, or that it's based in wisdom and good perspective Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm, life. Okay. Okay. Number two is, do they understand what I'm trying to do? Because if they don't get it, their opinion probably doesn't really matter. It's probably very misguided. Right. Number three, do they genuinely want me to succeed? Oh, are they trying to sabotage you? Some people let their ego get in the way. They're not trying to be helpful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And finally, are they capable of delivering the truth in a sensitive and compassionate way? That one is the most important because unless they can do it with a dose of kindness, it'll just discourage you and it'll hold you back. Okay. This is, by the way, coming from the woman on... Who wrote Eat, Pray, Love? Okay. Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love and that book. she had a friend who loved to be brutally honest with her. And then she realized that when someone asks if they can be, they tend to go heavy on the brutal part. So, <laughs> oh. I don't know. This is from like an Oprah magazine article or something like that. So, there you go. You're mm. welcome, guys. Thank you, Donna. Yep. I we had a discussion A-game. about that with some friends a couple of weeks ago about um, how we. It would be much better if we pursued, like, just like in our group of friends, unity. If unity was the top thing, that was the chief thing that we strive for, as opposed to sharing your opinions or feeling like you've been heard or seen. Like, we so overinflate the value of that, when in reality, just because you are feeling it inside doesn't mean, doesn't mean that it needs to be shared or that it's helpful or that it's constructive. Sure. But we live in this era of, I mean, me is king. It's just like you, you, you. That is our culture. It is just you to death. And it's, you need to be heard and you need to be, feel actualized in every little situation where there are many situations. Like think of a relationship where you could just pause and say, you know what? I just want to pursue unity here in this like relationship with my significant other, as opposed to me just feeling like, oh, but I got one more thing. I just need to be brutally honest with this person. Mm. I just, that being heard is a bit of a, idol of our current culture that we live in where in reality like the greater human experience is lived best when unity and putting the other person above yourself is first very difficult to implement these things but it was an interesting conversation kumbaya man yeah it's like the facebook that all started with facebook yeah. Right? You know? So yeah. true. People oh think gosh. that they could just start firing off their opinions on it's things like, look that look at this audience asked. I have. Yeah. Right? Speaking of Facebook, our question today is, um, what has your dog done to embarrass you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to some of your answers at 1115. You can email the show at 
Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. You could call us when the time comes. You can tweet us clap, clap. or go to Facebook. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we watched the same movie over the weekend. Yes. And uh, we're going to discuss our opinions of said movie. Coming up next. Nice, Steve. Thanks a lot. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.